I gotta say, I have been wanting to start this podcast for over three years. And I thought, you know what? I think today's the day. I think it is time. So the Lady Quest podcast is really for witchy, self-aware, intuitive women who know they have a big life purpose here on earth. And another way of saying big could be deep, something that feels deeply meaningful to you that you want to do, pursue, create, experience in this life. My personal passion is about helping myself and helping other women do that. And I've thought about this over the years, why this is. And I really think it stems from my mom. I grew up in northern Vermont and my mom was an actress and she was an actress that was a repressed actress because although earlier in her life when she was 18 she had gone to New York City and studied with the famous acting teacher Uta Hagen and gotten started she kind of got scared out she was very shy and I think you know back then I think there was also like just weird stuff going on with the industry like it's hard for to be a woman in the industry creepy producers all that kind of thing and she ultimately turned around and went back to Charlotte Vermont and got married to my father had three kids became a psychotherapist and put that dream on ice and although she had done some acting work and started uh, a theater company in Vermont and did that for a while, her dream wasn't fully activated. And, and this was a dream that had been with her since she was a tiny little girl creating plays with her friend for her family. And so I grew up listening to my mom talk about getting back to New York City and getting back to acting. And it was like she had been estranged from a long lost lover that was still out there somewhere and she just needed to get back to it. And I think as a little girl and as a teenager, hearing that from her made me really understand how incomplete a woman can feel when she isn't living her purpose and how no matter how full and rich and happy other parts of her life are, if she's not living her purpose, she's fucked. Like she's going to be in pain on some level. Something is going to be missing. And before I figured that out, I thought I wanted to be an actor. I watched my mom talk and pine talk about and pine for acting for so long that by the time I was 16 17 I'm like oh my gosh that that has got to be the path that's got to be the most extraordinary way to live so I wound up applying to NYU to go to Tisch School of the Arts for acting I got in I went there for a year and then I dropped out because I'm like this isn't this isn't getting me to be an actor (laughs) 
as fast as I could be. This is a lot of money. This is a lot of extra classes. I should just live in New York City, cocktail waitress, take acting classes, and capitalize on my youth to get, you know, agents and managers and get this show on the road. So I really did just that. I got, um, well, I started working for a manager for free while I was cocktail waitressing to try and get my foot in the door. She started sending me out for stuff. And within four months of having dropped out after my freshman year, I booked this role on The Sopranos, a guest starring role. I played a stripper that got pregnant and she gets braces and then she gets beaten to death at the end. And it was a big enough part that the casting director, George Ann Walken, who is the wife of Christopher Walken, the hilarious character actor. Well, he's more than just a character actor, I mean, but he is hilarious. Anyway, she put in a good word with some amazing managers, and then my co-star, Joe Pantoliano, he put in a word with his agents at UTA, this big fancy LA agency. So then suddenly I had like top managers, top agents, and I was primed to have this successful acting career. And I was going on auditions and I was doing more acting training and I was booking more stuff. I've booked a part on Law and Order, the TV show, where if you live in New York City, like you're pretty much guaranteed to wind up on Law and Order, like just by walking down the street, you might wind up on Law and Order. But anyway, I did book a part on it and I came out to LA and was testing for different TV shows, which means it's just down to you and like a couple other people and you've signed the contracts and and I was getting really close to a lot of stuff and I just had this feeling like it wasn't it like whatever my mom's relationship to acting was it wasn't my relationship I I didn't love learning lines and trying to be these other characters I didn't want to try to cultivate an emotional state that was different than the one I was in. I actually was getting really fascinated by spiritual teachings, in particular ones that revolved around the present moment. I loved the book The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and I started getting into some of the older, kind of hardcore spiritual texts like I Am That by Nisargadatta, and uh, the works of Krishnamurti, Jiddu Krishnamurti. And um, I, I was just finding my actual passion, my interest, that, that, you know, that feeling in you when you just want to go down and down and down the rabbit hole further and further and further and dig further and further, infatuation, that was not with acting. There was something about acting that I enjoyed, which was playing lotto, like the idea that I could book something and within two weeks, my entire life would change and I would make a lot of money and a lot of people would love and admire me. I was into that, but I was like, oh shit, I got to do this, this acting in order to do that. And I just do not have the disposition for it. I just didn't care. So ultimately, I I quit. I remember all this crazy stuff was happening to my car. 
like, and I had heard, because I was into all these different spiritual teachings, I had heard your car is symbolic for how you move through life. So my car was getting vandalized like crazy. I would come out, the tires would be slashed, the windows would be smashed. This happened four or five times within the span of maybe four months. And finally, the last time it happened, the driver's side window had been smashed in and there were these shards of glass all over the seat on the driver's side. And I was so tired of cleaning it up and dealing with it, my car getting vandalized, that I just went back into my apartment. I got a towel. I put it over the shards of glass. At this, By this time, I was living in Los Angeles, so that's why I had a car driving around. I just put this towel over the shards of glass, and I sat down like with a crunch and just drove around without even having cleaned the glass out. And that day I was working a catering job and I remember I was in the valley and I drove to this underground parking area to go up to this bagel shop to get a bagel. And I got up, got out, I got the bagel, I came back, I sat on the towel on the broken glass eating this bagel in this underground parking lot. And I had this thought, I can just leave. Like, I don't have to do this anymore. I can just leave. And I was young. I was, I think I was like almost 22 or something. And it was the most liberating feeling I suddenly have and had. And then within two weeks, I told my agents and managers, I rented out by that time like a girlfriend and I had been sharing a studio apartment a girl I met in acting class I rented out my half of it and I got in the car and I drove back across the country to Vermont where I'm from to just start over and really find out find out what I like and that I would say is the other half of why I'm so intrigued by helping women find and follow their callings. A, because, you know, I saw my mom not following hers and that and how devastating that was. And B, because I had this experience of really committing myself to a calling that wasn't mine and realizing even though I had the most amazing opportunities. I had once in a lifetime kind of opportunities as an actor with the agents and managers I had. And I could have even booked something. I probably would have booked something if I stuck around. Like I didn't want it. I just didn't want it. And that was a huge mind fuck to be like, how could I not want this? And a lot of my peers that I went to Tish with, it was very odd for them that I got out I got everything supposedly we wanted to set ourselves up and I just like walked away from it because I didn't care because it wasn't my dream so I should tell you so you know my mom ultimately did circle back to New York City she lives there now she owns an apartment just above Central Park in South Harlem and she's just fully (laughs) she's like full-on 
living her calling. She's, you know, teaching acting. She has her own theater ensemble. She's booking parts in independent films and things. And she's just 100% doing it. She actually just yesterday got back from the Sarajevo Film Festival where she was for a week because she was in a short film that was there. So she, just so you know, happy ending there. She's fully in her calling at this point. And thank God, because I think it's really hard to have a parent that isn't doing their thing. They just start to kind of wither and shrivel up from what I've seen. My mom's only getting bigger and younger. So she's doing her thing. And I've really spent these years since I left acting searching and seeking, following the breadcrumbs to find out, like, what do I care about? What am I here to do? And that has involved very deep dives into spirituality, into meditation, 10 years as a yoga and meditation teacher. There are certain practices I have done to reconnect to myself and my sense of path and purpose. And those practices are what I really want to share with you. And my invitation to you as I wrap up this recording is to just feel into the energy in your body right now. How has hearing the story of my mother affected you? How are these ideas about connecting to and following your callings churning inside of you. And if you feel a little something extra going on right now, you might want to do a little journaling or just give yourself time to do a little more thinking on what's coming up for me. What might my deeper self be wanting to tell me? Okay, thank you so much for tuning in to this first episode of the Lady Quest podcast. And I hope you tune in for the next one. I'll be back soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love the Lady Quest membership program and The doors open for the autumn session on October 2nd, which is very soon. So if you'd like to learn more, all you got to do is go to the link in the episode description. It's a link to fill in the LadyQuest application form. There are just a couple simple questions on there. I will receive that form and reach out to you to set up a free consultation call with you to see if it's a good fit. So if you want to prioritize finding your callings and living your purpose, that is the place to be. I can't wait to hear from you.